What up, what up? What's the vibe? It's Ray with the East Osu with a five. You're now tuned into the pod, episode 11. I got my co-host Kenny with me. What's good, bro? What's good, man? Glad to be back. Yes. It's been you know, <laughs> two weeks since we dropped something. And I thought we was going to be able to drop something last week, but I ain't get back from Mexico till Tuesday. So, mm. And I ain't get back late either. So, I, you know, we wasn't able to drop nothing, but I'm happy, I'm happy we found time this week, man. What's good? How you been, bro? I've been good, man. I've been taking it all in. You know what I'm saying? Getting back into the groove of things one day at a time. That's all we could do. Yeah, facts. So it's been it's been good, man. Like I just been painting. I was like doing housework all weekend. I ain't really do nothing special. Probably had, you know, went out to eat, shit like that, chill shit. But nothing crazy, man. Just trying to get this this house ready to, to get on the market and and start making moves, man. We're moving into like graduation season in June. Mm-hmm. And I got my daughter graduating high school, so and that's, that's time good. for me to start, you know, focusing on getting all everything ready for her to go off and do great things. And you know, I've been trying to get her to finish her college apps and all of that, so yeah. she can, you know, roll right into going into college and shit like that. But okay, okay, yeah, um, chance graduating. Yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> that shit don't seem like, yo, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, man. Time's just flying. She already hit Yeah. Me. She turned 19 this summer. In July, she talking about she wanted to go to uh, to Canada because the legal drinking age is 19. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't missing nothing, man. Tell her I said just pump her bricks on it. That. Yeah, she knows. She, she not into none of that. But I guess she just wants to feel like, you know, a grown-up and shit. I don't know, but... Yeah. You're you already know, man. You got to you you done rose you done raised adults already, so you know that feeling. Yeah, that's true. We just gotta hope that you know we had enough time to instill good values in them, so that they can be productive, you know, citizens, yeah. <laughs> and not yeah, just these like these wasteful ass teens just fucking throwing their lives away. Man, yeah. But um, that's good, man. That's good to hear. Everybody's doing, you know, everybody's doing good things. I, I my weekend was pretty, um, it was pretty shot, bro. Really? Pretty shot. Yeah, man. Um, I was supposed to go up to Tallahassee and, you know, be there for my, um, my nephew's, uh, my nephew's graduation, man. But um, it turned out I had to work that Friday night and the graduation was 10 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, the drive from Fort Lauderdale to Tallahassee would have been more than six hours. I wouldn't have been able to make it in time. I tried looking at some flights. The flights is not the best. They're talking about Fort Lauderdale, Atlanta, Atlanta, Tallahassee. And that would have been, yeah, it would have been too much, bro. It would have been too much. So we ended up not going. So we stayed home, spent some time with my son, um did some things around the house but it wasn't exactly how i wanted to you know what i'm saying how i wanted to spin it you know what i'm saying but yeah i didn't even get a chance to get on the grill nothing <laughs> nothing i ain't even had a chance to get on the grill because like i said <laughs> you that video today you know i was um i was over here painting the back patio and we had our impact windows replaced so it's a lot it was a lot going on and then um uh sometime maybe next month i'm getting ready to replace my roof before hurricane season hit, knock on wood, we ain't had no real storms since I've moved here. 
So, you know, it's a lot. I had a lot going on over this past four days, but I go back to work tomorrow. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So you actually had a four day or you, you saw, you said you worked Friday. My bad. So I worked Friday and then I, I did a shift trade for Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, and then my days off on Monday, Tuesday. So yeah, I had four days. Nice. You know, yeah. What's, what's up, man? Well, let's yeah. roll into this pod, man. What you, what's been on your mind that you just have to, you just have to, uh, well, voice your opinion on. <laughs> you know, I, I was looking at what happened yesterday. So I'm no, I'm, I'm sure you may have heard about it on the news if you follow NPR news, but there was a shooting that took place on Memorial Day weekend. Chicago? On the Hollywood. No, here. In oh. Florida, um, Hollywood Boardwalk. You know, that's on the beach, the Hollywood Boardwalk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they said about nine people, nine people were shot. And of the nine of them, um, one of them was a one-year-old. Damn. Yeah. And it's like, that's... you know, of course, and, and of course, you know, they were niggas. Excuse my <laughs> language. It's niggas. And it's like, you know, it, I, you know, for me, bro. 42-year-old black male, I, I, it kind of made me upset this morning because I'm like, you know, first of all, we as people, you know, especially as black people, we got to start taking each other seriously. We, can, we need to be real with ourselves first. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, and who goes into the boardwalk where there's a whole bunch of innocent people there? If you got beef with somebody or, you know what I'm saying, you know, you see the op out there in the streets, you don't... Yeah. You, you don't do that amongst other people where they're just, you know, people out there with their family, with their kids, with their loved ones. You pull out the strap, you just bust them wildly to the point where nine people get hit and of the nine, one of them is a one-year-old. That's whack to me. That's you crazy. know what I'm saying? And like, that, like when I was saying about um, Chicago, they had one of the most deadliest weekends for gun violence, they said about like fifty something people were were shot, and at least eleven people were killed. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, crazy man. And and to be honest, and to be real, bro, like even with that right there, I'm I'm like first I'm gonna say this, all right. Um, since throughout time, there has been violence, and as long we we. As you know, we as human beings, there's always going to be violence. There's never going to be there's never going to be peace. There's always going to be violence. Violence has been around us since the days of since the biblical times. All right, violence has always been a part of our nature. That's just who we are as a people. But I think where my point is and what my my gripe is is the times we choose to enact violence. Like you don't do that shit. At the Hollywood Boardwalk, that's where everybody go to hang out. Everybody goes to the Hollywood Boardwalk, bro. What are you doing? That's real. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's 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 like that's like that's like niggas go down to Times Square, catch the op slipping at Times Square, and then start busting wild busting uh, wildly at uh, Times Square. You know what I'm saying? Like who does that? Times Square. Everybody's at Times Square. It's people that's there that don't even know you from a can of paint. Right. And you are there, you you over there shooting at this dude. Like, chill with that shit. Take that shit back to the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. 
they don't care about nobody around them, man. It's like people are just ignorant and just want to do the most dumbest shit. And it's like, this is just happening like over and over and over again. Then they wonder why, like, you know, the prison system is crazy. And then you have 13% or less of the population committing what 80% of the crimes. Come on, man. Like, Like it's, and then like you, you probably get, you know, ridiculed if enough people heard you say, of course it was some niggas. You know, <laughs> like, it's, the, we're it's the truth. We're destroying our communities, man. And it's yeah. sad. And everybody's like, "Oh, free him! Oh, free this dude! Free this dude!" Even these rappers or these young, especially in New York, like these drill artists that get locked up, and they like, "Oh, free him! Free this!" You know, this motherfucker's yeah. a killer, right? You know, he yeah. killed people, and that's why he's in jail. You talking about free him? Why? Because you like his music, right? Like that's it. Shit- this guy's a fucking criminal. He killed. He, and you think think about the families that he's affected. Like, right. You know that's what they be saying about a lot of shit. Like everybody's like free their favorite artists, and well, you don't even realize that this person just fucking, you know, ruined people's lives. Yeah, man. And that I know you want, to me. What? I know you wanted to get into um to them banning TikTok in Montana, right? Or was was it Montana? Yeah, it's Montana. Stuff. But um, I can see why too, man. Just over this weekend or some shit, I forgot what day it was. March thirty first. Oh no, this happened back in March. There was this girl, man. Like this, this this trend in uh on TikTok called like chroming, and it was like a thirteen year old guy girl that she died from it. It's like a social media trend where I guess they were inhaling fumes from like a deodorant can. Wow. And it kind of caused her to go into cardiac arrest, like, on March 31st. She remained on life support for eight days, at which point doctors determined her brain was damaged beyond repair. Mm. And family decided to turn off the machines. But it's like, that's why they banned China, you know, the federal gun, federal government trying to ban TikTok. This was um in Australia, so it's like a straight, an Australian girl. But even still, we see, like, how these trends are, you know, affecting the shit. Yeah. You remember, you remember, remember at one point, um, and I think this may have been before TikTok, but remember when um, niggas were setting themselves on fire? Yep, Tide Pods, eating Tide Pods. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, people are fucking idiots, man. Yo, it's, it's, and it's like. And, oh, when they were choking know, themselves, like suffocating themselves? Yeah. Until they like passed out or, or like, you know, doing weird shit, man. <laughs> Niggas, I hate it that. went from it went from innocent shit like planking. Not even people were dying from planking, trying to plank on the wrong places. Yeah, <laughs> you know, humans are fucking idiots, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, like for me, man. I get it with the dances and everything. The you know the TikTok dances and everything like that. That was cool, but now with all this shit that's going on with these stupid challenges and. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. You gotta do this, and it's like it's what. Like again, when they talk about, I forgot who was talking about this, but the guy said he looked at the he looked at a TikTok from a guy who lived in China, and the shit that this shit that they see on their TikTok algorithm is like complete night and day. I mean, like a whole different planet type um, experience what those kids are seeing over there in TikTok. 
versus what our children are seeing over here on mm-hmm. TikTok. Yeah. And I agree with it. They should ban that shit because, you know, us as Americans, you know, we we believe in having everything on our fingertips in abundance. But the problem the problem with having everything in abundance is that we don't know how to we don't know how to put a cap on things. Like, all right, that's enough. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's there and I'm gonna continue to consume it until I can't consume anymore. And then when I can't and my life is ruined, then I'm gonna try to stop everybody else from ruining it because ruining it because it ruined my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what everything else that goes on around us in this country. You know what I'm saying? Whether you look at violence, when you look at, I'm sorry, gun violence, when you look at drugs, when you look at uh, uh, anything. If it doesn't affect me, I don't give a shit. Until that shit affects me, I don't give a shit. And then when it does, when it does affect me, then I wanna, then I wanna um, fuck up everybody else's good time because I had a bad time with this experience. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. And you know, it's just like at some point, bro. It's like, all right, bro. All right. People just making millions of dollars off of the platform, and like. Yeah. They're not gonna want to just let the platform go like th- that easy, and then nope. they're they're able to push their agendas and shit like that. So yeah, it's man. like it's gonna be hard. And Montana, they, there's a lot of these memes and jokes saying that it's easy. Like they're like, what the ten people in Montana, you know, are like, they're like yeah. pretty much saying there's nobody there, which is true because I mean they have the lowest population with the most amount of land, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like. They're like, there's nobody even there. Like, who cares? But I mean, Shit. obviously they do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know man. What I'm but they need to get rid of that shit. But yo, um, you, I know you, you know, you don't follow sports like that. But I have to send a shout out to the Miami Heat, bro. They, they balling. They balling, son. They beat the Boston Celtics last night. Nice. That was game four, right? That was. Game I mean, seven. that was game six. Oh, game seven. Yeah, that was it. Sheesh. They're going to have a hard way to go with Denver. Your man, Joker. Your boy, Joker. It's like watching him play. He's just so, like, unorthodox. He just looks, like, slow, but he's mad effective. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely – like I I was telling one of my coworkers, man. He ain't no punk either. He's not a punk. Definitely not. And he, he, he invites the smoke. You know what I'm saying? That white boy wants the motherfucking smoke. You come up to him with some bullshit. First of all, my dude from Serbia. That's all they they, they was born into the smoke. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? That's all he want is the smoke. But um, yeah. yeah, I think. What was that shit? Was that last um season? Or when he bumped the shit out of that? That dude tried to bump him and he pushed that nigga on the floor yeah. from Miami? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was um one of the more one of the Morris twins. I think it was Markeith Morris or something like that. Mm-hmm. He kind of like bumped him and he kind of like bumped him, and then you know he turned his back on him and he was running down the court, and Joker was like, "Nah, son, hold up," and then bumped him back even harder. Threw man's down to the ground, fucked up his back a little bit, and looked still over. Son, and was like, you know, what I'm saying like, "What's up? I heard you had a yeah, I heard you had a problem." Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty. It was a um, it was an ongoing situation, man. It got to the point where even um, his brothers, who were at the game, kind of got on the basketball court and was like, you know, any one of y'all niggas want to bring it, bring it, but we ain't singing. We bring a drama. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was it, it was serious. So, um, but I think, but that dude that had, that 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 was involved in that whole fiasco, he's not in Miami anymore. He, I forgot what team they traded him to, but uh, he's not in Miami anymore. But um, it's gonna be an interesting series. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Jimmy I, Butler been balling, man. So yeah, he's the MV, he was the MVP for the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I expected I expected nothing less because he got that dog in him. I'm going for them because they they the ones who took out my Knicks, man. So <laughs> yeah, and, and and I was hoping that the Knicks, I was hoping that the Knicks would have at least been able to compete on that on the level of the Miami Heat is right now. Because like I said, bro, the last time the Knicks been to an NBA Finals game was what ninety mm-hmm. nine. It then was ninety nine. Yeah, and the Spurs. I think the Spurs beat them in six, and then before that, it was when Pat Ewing and um and them lost in seven games to the Houston Rockets. So I feel like it's, t- it's time. The Knicks, it's time for the Knicks to do something. I hope Bob Dolan really paid attention this year and figure out what the, you know, where the weaknesses lies in the New York Knicks, sit down with the front office, go out there and draft a decent class, and then come back and be even better next year. Yeah. You know? So who do so, you think is going to take the finals? I think the Nuggets are going to win. Yeah. And I, and I only say that because... The Miami Heat don't have any don't have anybody on the floor that can match up to the Joker. Right. Um, Bam Adebayo to me, he plays too small. Like Bam is like what six ten? Nigga play like he a foot short. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like when I see Bam on the court, like so I've been he don't play like a big. He don't play like a big. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I give you an example. When I when I when I say a big, I'm talking like. Shaq, Elijah Wan, Kev, Kevin Garnett, those dudes. When I see Adebayo, I, to me, it just he just looks like a long ass. He just looks like a long ass shooting guard. He don't play big. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, I don't. I mean, I, I I don't I don't not like him. I like him as a player, but I feel like he don't. He he's not he he like even the year before during the pandemic when he matched up against AD with the Los Angeles Lakers. He couldn't match up with AD. AD was killing him. And I feel that's going to be the same thing when he when he matches up against the Joker. I think the Joker going to kill him. That's going to be the liability right there. That's going to be the matchup nightmare. Yeah. Well, I you can know. feel that. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. Um, let's try to move on to some quick questions or, like, some quick topics. Mm-hmm. while we Because uh, it's not going to be a very long pod today. But I want to talk about some um, some more interesting shit, like, I be following a lot of these pages and a lot of shit about relationships come up and come about. Mm-hmm. And something I saw was like, uh, let's say like, should you keep expensive gifts from your ex when in a new relationship? Like if Ooh. you, wait, if you break up from a relationship and the person bought you like really expensive gifts, I'm, I assume once you, in my opinion, if somebody gives you something, it's yours. I think the only thing that is questionable is engagement rings like if we if i propose to you and we are engaged that's the i only gave you that as a token to you know saying that we're going to get married and if we're not i feel like you should you should get them back but in my experience i've never got them to gotten them back (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's an interesting topic so i have an interesting answer 
Now we like um so as with everything, you know there's there's two sides to a coin. All right. Um for a man, I think if you have gifts from your ex girlfriend in your relationship, I think you should I think you should um you should give it up. Yeah. Be- because if for example, if I'm coming into a relationship, if I'm coming into a new relationship with a female and I have some paraphernalia from my last relationship, and I'm the one that's pursuing this girl, I need to get rid of that shit. I need to show her that I am completely over this last female, and I'm solely into this female right here that I'm pursuing right here. You understand what I'm saying? You'd be on a date with a chick, and, you know, let's say you know how you kick it with a shorty, and she could just be chilling with a hoodie on or something. That's like like her old nigga's hoodie. (laughs) That's why they say, like, take take your hoodies back. Get your hoodies back, and she gonna be kicking it with another dude rocking your hoodie. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I just feel like it will be one of those. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a slippery slope. Let me just call it that. But mm-hmm. I know for me, I know for me, if um, let's just say I just met my wife, we ain't married, we were dating, boyfriend and girlfriend, and I had some shit from my last wife. I'm throwing all that shit away. That's crazy. That's me. Yeah, I ain't keeping that shit. I'm throwing that shit away. I won't even give it back to the bitch. I'm just going to throw it away. Yeah. Well, that's nice to you, man. I mean, I think, like, you know, a lot of people don't really, you don't you don't really be knowing what came from the last relationship unless somebody says something about it. That's You just mm-hmm. see that that's what they have. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of, and then nowadays where that's what everything is about. It's like, girls just want to be, you know, spoiled and, they want all this shit. So if you meet a girl and she got nice shit, you're not going to know where it came from unless you ask. So it yeah. kinda, it's kind of hard to gauge, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, not not all men are kings and not all women are queens. You know, you, got this, you got this culture where it's like everybody's a king, everybody's a queen. It's like, nah, man, there's some gestures out there. There's some, you know, you got to have, you, there's, there's always going to be lower people and and it's like that's what makes the higher people stand out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean mostly just like people who who have access to their higher self, mm-hmm. self worth, and, and all of those things. So it's like you just can't expect everybody to have the same values as you, or like mm-hmm. you know same opinions or same you know just the same ideas. Period. True. And like you know nowadays, I think the way that technology, the way that society's going, it's like trying to divide like the the union between men and women. Just look at look at the kind of and this is like a, a deterrent moving to the left. Just look at the kind of sex toys they're coming up with. <laughs> like, you yeah. see that rose everywhere and these girls going crazy over it. They got I seen this little concoction that the got got three thousand <laughs> for men. Yeah. Like, this shit going like will go going crazy like women can't move like that men can't do that i'm like like i be feeling like these women using these vibrators at some point they they're gonna desensitize their pussy like then they wonder why men can't get them off no more yeah (laughs) that's true you got a fucking pair of clippers on your pussy going crazy (laughs) and then a man come over he can't vibrate like that (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's I, I, um, I remember one time, 
Yeah, my wife and I, we were talking about that, and she was like, you think I should, what if I bought a sex toy? And I was like, man, I said, if you want to buy a sex toy, I need to see what it is. You're like, I got this joystick right here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I said, I got to see what it is. And she's like, oh, my God. what? what? I said, no, nah, because you're not going to buy some fucking Knight Rider 2000 on me. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, I, I go away for some time. And then you get acclimated to this shit. And I come back. And I'm over here working double overtime to try to get you off. And you're just looking at me like, you you started already? What's going on? I'm like, no. Nah, you I'm a I'm a look at it first, and then I'm gonna decide whether or not we get it or not. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, that shit, man. You know, it, it's the same. It's the same thing with men who masturbate a lot and who watch a lot of porn. Right. You know what I'm saying? That shit you definitely watch a lot of, your sex life. Yeah, it it affects your sex life. It affects your libido. It affects your stamina. Everything. You know right. what I'm saying? And it's you know it, it's I mean, it's unfortunate, and it's only human nature, but at the same time, it's one of those things where it's a slippery slope. We can't have, we can't, we can't have it in abundance too much. We got to be able to put a cap on it and say, all right, that's enough. That's enough. Going back to the same topic with Ban and TikTok, we yeah, can't have it talk, in abundance. Real talk on that. Um, you know, back in the day, you'll be like, yo, uh, I'm about to go on a date. I'm about to chill with a shorty. And there was like this thing where it's like, yo, if you ain't wanna, you ain't wanna come fast, you should let one out before you go out on your date. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then I, so I heard when, that. So when you do have sex, you will last longer and shit like that. That was like a thing that dudes actually did. Now, you got, you know, ever since Viagra, you know, the, the, since the patent's been out, or I, I think you can only it's only patented for so long, so it's to the point where. All the ingredients are now eligible for other people to use. So you have all of these Blue Chew, Hymns, Roman. Like you have all these companies pretty much selling their versions of Viagra. And, you know, so dudes are just going that route now to the point where it's like you become so dependent on these things that now naturally you can't you can't perform the way that you once could. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with yeah. like same thing with like masturbation. You're watching porn and you're you're seeing women that realistically you probably could never sleep with there you know like you you probably could never pull a woman like this and you could probably never treat a woman like this or do the things that these people are doing to these women unless you're going to be paying them or you know what i'm saying so you kind of just get these expectations like this the, the type of stuff that gets you off you know you probably will be freaking out normal people that you could probably get to ha get to have sex with you <laughs> you know what i mean yeah so, you just kind of desensitize yourself so i could definitely see how that shit um you know affects can have a negative effect on you yeah same, same with like you know i was i was thinking about something too it's like do you think do you think like love like true love like you really love someone or love can help somebody change for the better like in a sense of do you think if you love somebody that that love you have for them would allow you to change and, and better yourself? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, shit, I'm going to that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, because sometimes we need to, and the way how change works in a relationship is weird. All right. Sometimes when we change who we are, 
we try to improve ourselves. I don't want to say chin, but we improve on ourselves and we come, we we evolve from the person that you were when they first met you. Some, it's two things that are going to happen. All right. You either change to the person you either, when you, when you evolve, that person is going to be more attracted to who you became as a new person, or that person realizes that the person that you have became, they're no, you're no longer for that person. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that like, you know, it, it's, it serves as kind of like a, like an influencer, like, where sometimes you can't do it for yourself. We like I've said before, like the first person to ever let me down was myself. You know, mm-hmm. like we let ourselves down. We set unattainable goals for ourselves. We, you know, we lie to ourselves all of the time. And mm-hmm. and sometimes you know, loving somebody else serves as a catalyst. Where it's like because I love this person and they see so much great in me, it makes you want to be better. It makes you want to do better for that other person even though you won't do it for yourself but sometimes that's like a double-edged sword because if that like i don't i don't think nobody's gonna see greater potential in you than you if you just got out your own way because now you're also limited to to that person's view of you and how far they believe you can go you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so and then it's like i feel like everyone just has just everybody's just so fucking caught up in their traumas you know and don't want to confront them it's like mm-hmm. You get into relationships, and I think that once you get to that point where you can confront your traumas and even be honest about them, you can kind of learn a lot about yourself and even other people and even realize, like, all right, this person's trauma is pretty deep, and I don't know if I can, like, you know, be in a relationship with somebody like that because it's going to be a lot of work to to get somewhere with them. You know, I think sometimes just knowing that extra little bit about somebody would actually allow you to know, like, how far you're willing to go and how much, you know, how much it's going to take to actually make that relationship work. Yeah. But also, also too, and what I wanted to tell you is that some people use their trauma as an excuse for them to behave the way they behave. Right. And, and, like and, you. and they forget that they're responsible for their trauma. Right. Sometimes right. You, you can cause your own trauma because you can't get right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Facts. I agree. Yeah. You know, if you, if you, you know, if, if you're going to some shit and you keep saying, oh, you're going to something and then somebody asks, well, what is it you're going to? I don't know stuff. If you're not really explaining the situation, you're not really explaining what the trauma is, then that, then that tells me that, you know, you, you're not you're not willing to confront your trauma. You're just using whatever that is that was bothering you as a reason for you to act out. Right. They they use their trauma like they use their zodiac signs. Exactly. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a Taurus. I'm stubborn. I'm this. I'm a like. Come on, shut up. Like you should stop nah. using your, stop using your zodiac signs to be a bitch, to be an asshole, right. be selfish, right. to be. You know, thinking that you know maturity is a is too far above you because of you know the where the fucking the stars lied in the sky the, the day you were fucking born you know what i mean like mm-hmm. and it's the same it's the same when it comes to your traumas and shit it's like sometimes you know you got to see that you did that you caused all of that shit to yourself it took me to see that shit when i'm like man i'm 
I'm I'm always finding women that are like beefing with me, that don't trust me, that don't do this. And then it's like, bro, like you drug these bitches through the mud. How you expect them to trust you? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't trust me. You treat me like you treat me like a cheater. Bro, all you did was cheat. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You gotta kind of like you have to kind of understand like why people view you the way that they do and start working on that. Like I have to have to see that myself and have to learn a lot. Like, look, if you don't like the way people treat you, people only treat you the way you allow them to treat you. That's one. And then secondly, um, your actions on how you treat yourself and like how you move dictates that, you know, everything. One thing about, you know, everybody has an opinion and everybody has their own perception right and the one thing about everybody's perception is that it's correct like if the way the way that i'm able to perceive something even Mm -hmm. if it's the wrong way you've Mm -hmm. allowed me to see it that way because sometimes sometimes doing the like i i'm about to do i'm about to kill it right now (laughs) (laughs) sometimes doing the right thing can look wrong just as just as how doing the right thing feels wrong sometimes mm. you know like mm-hmm. and that's what keeps a lot of people from doing the right thing is that and that's how usually you know you're doing something right or when you, that's why the truth is uncomfortable is because it feels wrong because it hurts or because it's like we want to just like hide from the fact that you know that something is wrong or something and, you know it's yeah like everything like doing the right thing is hard <laughs> it is that's why not that many people do it mm. it's a lot easier to do the wrong thing what do you think yeah man? that's true uh, um you're right lots of people you know lots of people do the wrong shit because it's easy you know what i'm saying it's like that saying goes if it was easy everybody would be doing it right you know um yeah it's easier to do, it's easy to just, you know, do the wrong shit. It's easy to go out there and fuck around, but it's hard for you to get up in the morning and just go fucking get a job. Right. You know, them, you know, dedicating your time to some bullshit. Like, I see people go out there and stand outside in the streets, holding up a sign, need money, veteran, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, bro, why, I, I've seen I've seen other people in some places hold up signs saying "looking for work," and he got a folder next to his foot, and my man's got resumes in there. Dope. You know what I'm or saying? Oh, you get the "wala I need a beer" sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you can't hit me with a quarter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you're right. I can't. Pennies at your ass. <laughs> I ain't hitting you in no quarter. I can't. You're right. I can't right. hit you with a quarter. This My penny, aim is off, nigga. But this penny about to knock you upside your head, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, man. man. But yeah, man. But yo, this pod was gonna be a short one. We knew that from the beginning. We gotta, we gotta get to our days. It's been a slow. It's been a slow week. We both got a lot going on in our houses and, you know, getting shit going in our day-to-day. So we we wanted to come on here and give y'all a quick little 30-piece and, you know, give y'all an update on what's up with us. Next week, hopefully, we can give them a longer pod, man. 
yeah. really, really vibe out and do some research. We, what's going on? We didn't, we didn't forget about you guys, the listeners. No. We just have to show face and say, what up? <laughs> what's popping? You know? But yeah, man, once again, um, I mean, you got anything before I wrap us up? Um, rest in peace, Tina Turner. Oh, shit. Yeah, the great. R.I.P. Tina Turner. You know what I'm saying? That goes. That kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. But she lived a long life, man. She she broke records. She was queen of rock and roll, man. She she did yeah. her. She overcame a lot. She's an inspiration to women, not only women, but black women all across the world. Yeah. And um, her life will forever be remembered and has have a huge impact on our future. So R.I.P. Yeah. Tina. Without further ado, I wish you all much health and wealth. Thank y'all for tuning in this week to episode 11 of the pod. We'll be back next week with a longer pod. We promise. We out of here. All right. Y'all be easy. Peace.